Three letters of the Rebbe, we're up to, in value 12, wow, letter number 4126. Baruch Hashem, dated the 21st day of Shvat, Tavish Design, Brooklyn. Ha'avrech Shloima Sheyichya. This is to Shloima, and it says here, uh, his last name is Stenzel. He was in uh, Tel Aviv. Um, and um, he writes to the Rebbe how impressed he was, I guess, from a uh, Fabringen. Maybe he didn't come from a Chabad family. So the Rebbe says, I'm writing, responding to your letter Saturday night, Motzi Shabbos Kodesh, Motzi, the Holy Day of Shabbos, in which you write about the very profound impression that the meeting had and the speech of such and such, it doesn't say who, who really got the everybody's spirits aroused for Yirah Shamayim, fear of heaven, Torah, and mitzvahs. And the Rebbe says, how lucky you are that you participated in organizing this matter. I guess he was some of the organizers. And the Rebbe says, so now you can also understand my opinion as far as the future that you should continue in this work. Um, again, I'm guessing that he must have been a yeshiva bacher. In another yeshiva, he organized uh, a gathering in which they invited uh, someone to speak, and it was very uh, powerful a speech. And the Rebbe says, in my opinion, you should be involved and continue this in the future. Uh, and the Rebbe said, anytime you do something uh, which is a working, an inner working, it demands investing time, energy, attention. And um, what happens, I guess, if you have to spend time in doing and organizing and making uh, this projects. So it may take away from some of the study or time to study because this takes, everything takes time. And the Rebbe says, I, I, my opinion, you should continue this. But the Rebbe said, we've been already guaranteed from the Alter Rebbe, the author of the Tanya, which makes him an authority, a poisek, in the esoteric part of Torah. He's also the author of the Shulchan Aruch, which makes him a authority, a co- uh, uh, authority in the revealed part of Torah. So he said like this, that when you do charity with somebody else, your own mind and your own heart become cl- clearer, become more refined, a thousand times as much. Basically, while you may need to spend time in organizing and uh, doing this work, you won't be missing anything because you're doing tzedakah with other people and therefore you'll be able to be successful in your learning many times more. And Rebbe says, look at the language 
of this promise? What did the Alter Rebbe say? The, Rab, the Alter Rebbe didn't say, oh, you're going to become a Lamdan, you're going to become a scholar, you're going to become a Yerushalayim if you work. All what he said was, what he said was that you have the opportunity. That means you'll still need to study. <laughs> you need to study and you need to occupy yourself things that make you uh, awaken the heart and the love and the fear of Hashem. doesn't say to you if you're going to work with somebody else automatically you're going to turn into a scholar or you're going to start feeling emotionally connected to Hashem. What he's saying is that you will be blessed with a tremendous success, a thousand times as much. So the Rebbe says, therefore, you should organize your studies in the revealed part of Torah, in the Hasidus, the teaching of Hasidus, every day and day as befitting to a young man, a young yeshiva man. Only in the times that are free from the regular scheduled yeshiva classes and a little bit of the time of the yeshiva to dedicate for this work. And I am confident, I'm sure, that in such a way also your father, the rabbi Shalita, will agree to this with a full heart. And maybe his father wasn't so happy that he's getting involved in organizing uh, these gatherings. Maybe his father wanted him to be fully engaged in Torah. But as the Rebbe puts it, uh, you will be successful in your Torah story a lot more. But most of the time, follow the schedule of the yeshiva. And when there is no schedule of the yeshiva or a little bit of the yeshiva, that's okay. That's on a regular schedule. That's the regular. So regularly you have to be full-time in yeshiva and maybe only in time that is free, actively do other things, get involved in these activities. But on exceptional occasions, as a temporary uh, thing, so you need to, and sometimes you have to, add from the time of community activities over the time of learning Torah, which means sometimes it's pressing matters. There's a holiday coming up. That's my example. There's something coming. So you take away more time from the study of Torah to devote to the uh, communal activities. But sometimes... It's the other way around. Uh, um, so, in other words, the first thing the Rebbe says, sometimes you do communi- the time that you do community work add to your learning schedule. Maybe it's before a test or something. You need more time to study. I'm just saying that as an example. But sometimes we need the other way to take time from learning for the community work. But as a permanent way, only do it in the free time, a little bit of the time of learning. But on occasional, you can change around. And the Rebbe says, especially when we reflect that these community activities that we are dealing with, 
many times during our, in our times now that we live in, uh, they are actually matters of pikuach nefashis. They're saving lives, actually. So, therefore, it's even more important, these communal activities, because it can actually save people's lives. The Rebbe is talking about spiritually, you know, from keeping them uh, connected to Hashem, to Torah and mitzvahs. And the Rebbe says, for sure, the words of the Mishnah will be fulfilled. One mitzvah pulls another mitzvah. It's not, not God forbid, the opposite. So you do a mitzvah and you'll take away the time. Maybe you're going to waste more time to take away. That's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is what the Mishnah says. A mitzvah brings to another mitzvah. Uh, so, now he asked the Rebbe a specific question. Who is the people that he should invite to preach, <laughs> to speak before the community? Who should he invite? And the Rebbe says it's self-understood that this needs to be decided by the people that are over there, you know, in where, where you live. And also take into consideration the idea of maris ayin. In other words, what the people looks like or what people will hear. Uh, meaning sometimes inviting somebody may be okay, but people will look at it, you know, maybe not with a good eye. They, they're not going to understand. Oh, how come you invited this person? You know, maybe he's not religious enough or maybe he's, or maybe whatever the case is. But the Rebbe said, take into consideration what people uh, see and sometimes what you hear. But on the other hand, the Rebbe says, you have to, put an effort to utilize all the potential uh, powers, meaning if there is good speakers, there is people, I'm assuming that there's people that are uh, known, they can encourage. You have to do whatever you can uh, to utilize all forces, all strength that is available. The Rebbe said you can't put nail it down, even where you live, you can't nail it down. But especially from a distance, the Rebbe says, because things change from time to time. So Rebbe basically says you have to decide over there who is the fitting, who is the proper uh, person to invite to go ahead and uh, give the, um, the talks. And um, Finally, the Rebbe says to him, it was very pleasant to me to read in your letter that you are learning on a regular basis Chabad, teachings of Chabad. And for sure, the Rebbe says, you know the expression of the Alter Rebbe that it should not only be set in time, not only have a set time, but it should also, and that's mainly to be set in your soul. It should be something said. It's not like a 
not unimportant, it becomes something very important, something main. So set time and set in your heart these learning schedules. And we have already, as it's known, that a kavua is loy bottle. Something which is set does not become nullified. This is a halachic uh, consideration that um, something which is set does not become, but it expresses itself, for example, just to give you an example, if you find a piece of meat on the street and you don't know if it's kosher or not kosher, but there are nine kosher butcheries and then there's one non-kosher and there's a piece of meat so we go by majority and we say the piece of meat that is here must have come from the kosher one and it's kosher but on the other way what happens a person went in and you're not sure in which butcher shop you went into you don't know did I go to the kosher one or the non-kosher one you don't go by majority because the butcher shop is set. And by a set, we don't say a butcher shop that is going to be nullified by the majority. Anyways, that's a halachic consideration. But basically, the Rebbe is telling him if it's going to be kavua, it's going to be set, it's going to be, it's going to be permanent. And you're going to be able to last. And so the Rebbe says, well, This is something which every day, every day you do your work of the day. It says that Avraham, he came with all his days. What does it mean? Meaning that every day you did the work, every day you need to do the work for that day. And meaning uh, that you can't do today what you did yesterday. You you can't be satisfied. You got to do today's work. Today, as we say in the blessing for the Torah also, we make a new bracha whenever we learn Torah. And the bracha is, we bless Hashem who gives the Torah. Not who gave in the past, but we say who gives the Torah, which is continue, which is present and constant. That means it's a, the Torah is given to us every day. Every day we have to do the service for that day. So, therefore, the set time to learn Hasidus needs to be every day because it's every day that we make the Berchus HaToyer and every day does its Avodah. The Rebbe blesses him with good news and all the above. So, basically, in the inside of the Rebbe, the Rebbe is, first of all, uh, congratulating him for, for organizing or helping to organize this uh, gathering in which this person spoke really got the people encouraged. And the Rebbe says, if you help others, you give tzedakah, organizing for others, Shem helps you too, but realize that it says your mind becomes clearer, but it doesn't automatically turn you into a Talmud Chacham, that it means that you'll have much more success. But when you learn and when you uh, uh, participate, uh, so therefore, 
learn as much as you can, keep the Seder of the Yeshiva, only the time that is free or some of the time you should, in my opinion, continue doing this organizational work. And the Rebbe says, your father will agree under these conditions. And the Rebbe says, that's a regular. Exceptional cases, you can take away sometimes when it's necessary to take away time from communal activities for Torah story or vice versa from Torah story for communal activity. The Rebbe points out that communal activities today may be life-saving. And it's so this is like pikuach nefesh, so it's not just regular community activities, that's life-saving. And uh, Rebbe says it's hard to tell you from far who you should invite to speak. But the Rebbe says you got to utilize all the talents over there, but also take into consideration what people, what it looks like, what people will say, what the person will say. The Rebbe says things change, make the decision properly, the people on the spot. And the Rebbe also encourages him not only to learn uh, Hasidus, but uh, also set it in his heart, but also to do it every day. As the Rebbe says, every day we have to do the work of the day, and that's the blessing of the Torah we do every day. And then on the bottom of the letter, the Rebbe is responding to the letters that he wrote on Yutas Kislev. That's already a previous letter. The Rebbe apparently didn't answer that one. And the Rebbe is answering over here in the bottom of the letter. Uh, he asked the Rebbe a, a question. Should you just believe with simple faith and no questions, no nothing, just believe in Hashem with simple faith or should you try to investigate and figure out and try to uh, learn and the Rebbe says you need them both not only is there no contradiction between believing with the Munah Shlema and uh, trying to figure out, but they actually complement one another. The beginning of the service and the basis of the service is simple faith. But as soon immediately one is obligated in the mitzvah, which is the, the words of the Maimonides, this is the basis of all basis. It's the pillar of all wisdom is to know, no means to understand, that there is someone who came first, the Rambam says at the beginning, which means somebody who started this all, Motsui Rishon, he existed, he is before everything, he was always there. In the Zohar, he says, uh, this is the first pikuda dok This mitzvah is before any other mitzvah, and that is leminda is to know Hashem, is to try to understand and try to comprehend and appreciate that Hashem, there is Hashem in the world, and we know if you don't put in effort, if you say, oh. I didn't work hard, I still know the answer. 
Don't believe him, the Gemara says. In other words, <laughs> it takes, you can't, you know, if you don't work hard, you're not going to know the answers. So the Rebbe says, therefore, you have to put an effort. You have to trouble your brain to try to understand, to figure out to the extent that you're able to. And a person has only limited abilities. That which is beyond your ability goes with the simple and uh, basic faith. And the Rebbe brings him, sends him to a few uh, Sephorim, Hasidus, Hamonas Alukus for the Tzemach Tzedek and Kuntrus Terech Hasidus, Pedigud Gimel, in which it discusses this. So, basically, he wants to know, should you just believe or should you try to understand? And the Rebbe says you need them both. They're not contradictory. They actually complement each other. First, you have to start the basis in full belief, but then, immediately, you have the command to try to learn and to figure out and to ex- to the extent possible to appreciate with your mind the existence of Hashem and everything that is involved. Number two, he asked the Rebbe uh, how he should be learning uh, so so the Rebbe says, when it comes to the revealed part of Torah, you should fit it in to the order, to the schedule of the yeshiva in which you're learning. The Rebbe says that's you get to fit your schedule to their schedule. And the Rebbe says, what is absolutely necessary in either way is to learn and to know the necessary laws for practice. That's goes without, that can never be uh, put to the side. You have to learn the practical laws. In Hasidus, the Rebbe advises him to consult Rav Reb Shloim Chaim Kesselman. He was the Mashpia, the spiritual guide in uh, the yeshiva at that time in Israel about it. And the Rebbe says this really hinges on the capabilities of each one, etc., etc. So therefore, the Rebbe says also, can't set you up a study schedule from here because that depends on each individual. Discuss it with Rav Chaim. So the Rebbe answers him the two questions that he had in a previous letter, that you need both, you need to believe and try to figure out to the extent you can. And whatever you can't, you put back on belief. And this learning schedule shall follow his yeshiva schedule. And Hasidus Rebbe suggests him to consult with Rabbi Kesselman, the Mashpia, and to consult with him what to study.